What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Alternate Reality Podcast, where we talk about everything nerdy, everything gaming, and everything basically awesome. Switched up a little bit that time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> totally on purpose. Not a mistake at all. Um, this is fun. <laughs> today has been a day, everyone. Um, anyways, uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, we, of course, have Hooch with us this time, as always, my co-star. Hey, oh. And oh, did you kept going? <laughs> you're good. Hey-o. You're good. It's I was just going to say, and we don't have anyone else this time with us. I know. I think Uh-oh. we're alone now. I oh my okay you know what I'm leaving because that's the exact thing I was thinking of that means I've been hanging Shit, out with you for too long dude. when we start thinking yeah I'm nope done oh, dude. I'm out Cut oh out. you're welcome if you're starting to think like me first of all <laughs> oh. <sighs> I hope you like being right about everything <laughs> mm, no because you know what that'll never happen because I will never like the Phantom Menace <laughs> well I mean that's your own fault I, <laughs> watching the Phantom Menace through my eyes. It's always an amazing experience. So. Oh, God. I wish I could share that experience because I can't. I mean, like, I, I will say this, like, I think, um, like, 80%. No, not 80%. I take that back. No, that's, I always say, like, 40%. Like, so a massive chunk of that movie, like, my love for that movie, is the Darth Maul, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon fight scene. I will tell you, whatever percentage of the movie that fight scene mm-hmm. is... That is the good percentage of the movie. <laughs> uh, okay, that is that is the best of the movie. Seconded but with the uh, scenes from the pod race that don't include Jake Lloyd uh, and the stupid announcers. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the specifics <laughs> about the announcers. I didn't, I just... They were just dumb. I feel like I was just very lucky to be very young whenever I saw it, I guess, because, like, yeah. to me, I guess I just wasn't... I didn't have my harsh critique eyes, you know, at that point. You... You weren't coming off of what thirty years of or something like that, uh, twenty years. Being I don't know starved for Star Wars content. Of of yeah, of not not starved of Star Wars content because there was content, but not starved of an extension to the original trilogy. That's what we were missing, or some sort of connection, like a new, st- like it's like how does this relate to the original trilogy outside of like you know you had books and things like that, or some video games here and there, but like. Lucas himself coming in and going, here's the new installment of this franchise in cinematic form. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what we we hadn't had until. So what was 1977 was the first release. And so in, in 1999, I think, is when um, Phantom Menace hit. So 22 years. Yeah, and then you got blessed with the masterpiece. So you're welcome. No, uh- <laughs> no. What we should have realized is what we should have realized is the 20th anniversary <clears throat> When he released the special editions in the theaters and hacked the shit out of those so they were incoherent and crappy, we should have realized this is what we were getting in two years when he came out with The Phantom Menace. Mm, I didn't know that he did that. Oh, God. Okay, have you not seen the special editions I, I of don't, Star I Wars? I don't think so. Are they the versions okay. that are on? Because I just rewatched them all recently, but it was the ones that are on uh, Disney Plus right now. I believe those are probably the special editions. Those are not the originals. He does not like anyone knowing or seeing that the original theatrical edition and first like um dvd or you know well, he might have succeeded that they even exist because i i don't think i've ever seen anything other than that then because this seemed well yeah congruent to what i saw whenever i was a child so so to give you one one thing that like the most irritating thing to me is in the <clears throat> in a new hope 
um, Luke and Obi-Wan are going into Mos Eisley. And prior to them showing up, they're standing over the cliff looking in, right? Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan tells Luke, this, there's no greater hive of scum and villainy, right? Mm-hmm. He says, oh, this place is dangerous. So the very next scene is them driving through Mos Eisley. They're coming into the town. All of a sudden, this they pass by this big, huge dinosaur-looking thing, and a couple of Jawas are trying to wrestle the thing, and it gets loose and starts flinging Jawas around. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you just completely ruined the tone. Right, right, right. Because we're supposed to be worried about the safety of you and know our protagonist. Sub- subverted it, yeah. Exactly. He threw that out the window. Like, oh no, look, it's funny. Like, no, it's not. It's supposed to be tense. Because then when you walk into the exactly, and then when you walk into the cantina and you meet up with Han Solo, he's supposed to reinforce that by seeing him shoot Greedo. No, no, no. Greedo shot first. Like, no. The whole point of that is to keep that continuity going. That feeling of these guys are in some shit, but they have to do it to get off the planet. I got you. I got you. Anyway, all right. Marshall Lucas saved Star Wars. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we will. We will. I'm sure <laughs> touch back on that whenever we get to the Star Wars related topic that we're going to be going into. But yeah, I, yeah. For now, let's go ahead and tell the people what they've won by joining in and listening to this. It's how to support us. That's what you've won. Congratulations. <laughs> Uh, shameless the shameless shilling portion of the show has arrived once again. <laughs> uh, so for all of you guys, um, we of course have a patron that if you guys are Patreon, I'm sorry, if you want to go and check that out, go to patreon.com forward slash ANR pod. You can check out all the various tiers and rewards that we have there. And uh, if you have any questions of the, on those, you can of course always reach us on the discord discord.me forward slash ANR, where we have a community there where we talk about all things. All the way from finance to gaming, literally something for everyone. Just go to the uh, role selection area and uh, just click on whatever thing interests you and you'll unlock all the channels. And um, lastly, the most important thing you could do to support us is go to um, Apple Podcasts, find our podcast, give us a five star review. And uh, that really helps out so much because it helps out with visibility for our podcast. And that's how we grow the show and give you even more awesome stuff. So make sure to do all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the super condensed version of the Shameless Shilling. Nice. How awesome is that that we can, that, you know, it's it's more important to get us out there visibly than it is to give us money. It is. I mean, well, you know, I suppose it's both things are not necessary, but nice. One helps yeah, grow yeah, the show, yeah. but the other one helps us continue to do the show. It's like what what Absolutely. comes first, the chicken or the egg kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Um, all right. What do we want to get into first? What we did this week? Yeah. Let's hit on that. You go first. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I'll hold it off for the end, but the big couple of things was obviously we'll solve the what if mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Um. I think somebody put it succinctly where they were like, uh, the, the, the beginning of the series was what if, and has now evolved into what the F. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. Uh, at least from the watcher's perspective, I haven't seen this. This is the newest one, right? Yeah. You haven't seen the newest one. one. Seen all of them. I'm going to stop right there. 
Okay, I'm 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 glad you told me that because I was about to semi spoil it in a or or at least talk about it in a way that if you'd seen it you'd understand what I was talking about and you have no clue. So anyway, I will just say right now. Wait, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah, does it deal with someone that starts with a V? Uh, Oh, 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 what? Oh, 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 oh. That you mean at the end of the last episode? Oh, maybe that's the last episode. Maybe I'm two episodes behind. What was the last episode? What was the last thing you remember seeing? The last one that I saw was... Did, did you see the Thor party one? The Thor party one. Yes. Okay, that was the that was the previous episode. Yes. And then the end of the Thor party episode mm-hmm. showed showed your boy. Right, but right? I, did they not do about. a continuation on that or something? Oh, it's a continuation from Okay, that. that's what I was talking about. All right. That, the, okay, I, can, I mean, the title is called What If Ultron Won? Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. That's not your boy. No, no, no. But yeah. No, no, I'm saying it's like who you saw at the end of the episode is not vision. Right, right, right. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I saw a TikTok that relates to this new episode then, and it slightly spoiled it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it's all good. I mean, it's it's good. It's quite I'm gonna good. I'm going to watch it, yeah. It's, yeah, it's full of a lot of holy shit moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. Anyway, all right, I'll move on to that. Uh, played a little bit more of Kena. Um, I know I confessed uh, or made a statement earlier in the week that I was mm-hmm. done with the game uh, because I didn't have the time to fiddle around with a game yeah. that decided to play fuckery with its mechanics and combat and, and difficulty. Mm-hmm. And I decided, screw it, I'm just going to take the L and lower the difficulty level and keep playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> so I did, and I got past oh boy i got a little bit into the next area i found i finished off um the taro mm-hmm. quest okay. line and now um i haven't unlocked the first like relic or shrine or whatever you want to call it the first circle mm-hmm. of the next area because uh, something else came out that i started playing i'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about that in a minute mm-hmm. um but yeah so uh, lowering the difficulty is really it takes a lot of the fun out of the game. Was it the big the boss most... battle that pissed you off? Uh, yeah. Okay. The the one at the end of Taro. Yeah. I think it was that yeah. one. Yeah. Because that one yeah. was like, I will admit, there was some bullshit, like computer nonsense going on there. Of like, you know, it somehow got me, even though I dodged, kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I, I agree. Yeah. Like, those kind of mechanics are annoying where you can't escape, even though you should be able to. Um, yeah. Those kinds of things do. So, this, this game kind of brought up the issue I had a little bit with Ragnarok, right? Where, and games similar to it, where it's like the camera is basically shoved up the rear end of your avatar. I don't need the camera there. And then, of course, then they turn around and they go, oh, okay, the camera is close. So now your character is kind of settled off to the left of the screen. Mm-hmm. That means that your entire left side is hard to see. You can't really see what's over there. You've got no peripheral vision over there. So most of the stuff you can see is either in front of you or to the right. So then you're like, oh, okay, that now, you know, as the computer, we're just going to put everything on your left <laughs> and hit you from over there. You're like, what? That's stupid. Like, either put the camera in the center, like dead in the center Right. And let me work mm-hmm. with it that way or like pull the camera back so I can see more what's going on and I can anticipate something coming from that side where I have less of um, a view and, and, and less time to react. Mm-hmm. 
you know, then there, of course, there were times where it's like I'd get hit by something just to get hit by another thing and just get by another yeah. thing. Like, you're not giving me enough time to recover. Yeah. That's not cool. So, yeah, those are the kind of frust- frustrating mechanics. I'll tell you right now, a bullshit mm-hmm. mechanic, though, that, like, I figured out is um, the jump in the air and shoot with your arrow. Yeah. Jump in the air. Yeah. yeah and it slows time. Yeah. Down. Just constantly. If you do that over and over again, like, you can beat almost anything. <laughs> yeah. And that's part of my problem. I shouldn't have to rely on one gimmick yeah, exactly. to beat I was game. surprised that that you didn't know. have a meter. That wore out over time because I'm like, you know, nope. I'm abused the fucking hell out of this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I look at it as as like because this was a studio that was developing a movie animation and yeah. turned it into a game, right? They were they were an animation studio and they turned this into yeah. a game. It's clearly they're missing game like game designers who have a lot of experience because there are so many things from like okay. If you were, if this was like an actual game designer, perhaps maybe they did. I don't know, but it just feels like that there's a missed opportunity for a lot of things. Like, and it's a very show don't tell kind of thing, and they're missing out on a lot of show. They're not telling, but they're missing out on a yeah. lot of show. I, I definitely and, agree. And I, I have given it. I've for that reason though, I've given it kind of a pass on a lot because, like, you can definitely tell the animation side is just aces, aces, aces. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, like there are definitely some battle mechanics that you can feel like they, I don't think, were as experienced as they needed to be here. um, Yeah. That's what they were going to do. Things, I think it's, I think it's things like they didn't quite understand the nuances of how to introduce a new mechanic to a player. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times it's like, here, here's this new thing, figure it out. And like, Okay, if that's the whole idea of the game, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, and maybe that's it. Maybe I'm so used to being handheld for a lot of things. Um, and I complain about handholding because sometimes I think it goes too far. But, like, there's a difference between, you know, handholding and just throwing someone off the cliff. <laughs> right. You know? And I think of it in a situation where there is a, um, a point in the next area where you get a new toy to play with. And there are nuances behind that toy mm-hmm. that they don't fully explain. Right. You eventually figure it out, but it's kind of like, oh, I wish you kind of told me this before. But maybe that's the thing, as I said, like, no, we're not telling you. We're just going to show you this is the thing you have. Use it. Right. Uh, but yeah, overall, though, I still think if it wasn't for this other game, uh, I would be I would still be playing it and um, having... I think a much better time, at least from a story perspective, it got a little bit better. I think maybe it was the Taro story that was just not pulling me mm-hmm. in. Um, the next, the next spirit story actually seems kind of cool. Yeah, I, I agree. So, with you. Yeah, so we'll see. What I, I, I'm going to go back to it. Uh, I'm in no rush um, because there's so many other things I have to play. Yeah, but I will. I'm I'm at least not giving up on it like I was almost about to, which is a good thing. Um, and I've teased it, so I will say the um, the thing that dragged me away from playing Kana was FIFA 22. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it was actually New World. New World came out. Um, based on what people have heard about the game, it might be a surprise that I stopped playing Kana, considering I would have had a ton of time because I couldn't get into a server. About to say, yeah. How much actual playing did you do? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I found... So, 
the group of people that I was going to try to play with had all established themselves on an East Coast server. And I think they had all jumped in at like f- literally at 5 a.m. Uh, my time, uh, which was, I think, 8 a.m. their time. So they were all like itching and raring to go when the server jumped. So there are some of them that got in immediately and started playing. And uh, there were several others that just, you know, couldn't get in. And like those, those people that got in just like did not log off that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care what's happening. I'm not doing anything. We're playing this game. <clears throat> yeah. But eventually what I wound up. So I, I, I tried to jump in and the servers we were picking was well, we picked had like a queue at one point of over 8000. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's ridiculous. And that wasn't even one of the bigger queues. Some had, what, what 12 to 15,000 people or something like that in waiting to get into the queue or, or in the queue. So they opened up more servers and I decided, you know what, I'm at least going to be on an East Coast server. So, um, you know, if anything happens and they might be able to do some server transfers, I'm in the same region. So I can't be, they can't be like, oh, you're not in the right region. So I did manage to play a couple of char- I played a character. Uh, that day on an east coast server and then when the west coast servers rolled out i hopped over to a west coast server mm-hmm. because they had no issues um no issues uh it's and then it turns out because of some tomfoolery the idiot some idiot um streamers had sent their minions <laughs> <laughs> to to flood the servers in order to keep people from getting into the servers they were on like, yeah, come on in, bring it, you know, it'll be just us on the server kind of thing. And we unfortunately happened to be on one of those servers. We, I, I guess the people that I hooked up with were uh, friends of like, I, I don't know about friends of Vash, but Vash knows them. And I was connecting with the OG podcast guys mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, go hook up with these guys as well. We're all going to play together. And it turned out they were following a streamer um, who had tried to find a very low pop uh, server one that wasn't going to be targeted by one of the bigger streamers and it turns out that no what happened was they got two streamers with over 1.5 million subscribers each also on that server right i mean i don't, I don't so, know if that's um how should i say i don't know if that's like a fucked up thing to do though well see that's just it it's normally it wouldn't be a big deal but because amazon limited the server population mm-hmm. to a paltry 2,000 players per server, that's where the problem comes in. And then you also have, yeah, it's 2,000 per server, but there's no cross-communication between the servers, right? right? So if you had like a world set or a cluster or whatever of servers that could communicate to each other, then it wouldn't matter. It would just be like, pick any server in this cluster. Right. Fine. Yeah, it sounds like the the real problem there is definitely the the server limitations that they that the game yes. put in place. Because I, I don't have an issue with, you know, streamers being like hey let's all play together you know with with their yeah. followers like that's just the nature of the beast of, of streaming you know what i mean um people people want to play with with the friends that watch the same streamers as them yeah 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 i agree with you to the point though uh up to the point though that the streamers knew about the limitation i mean and as long and still they knew that there was but but the fact that they knew about the limitation is kind of like oh well I don't know if they purposely targeted this one, the streamer that we were following, and like, oh, he's going to a low pop. We're going to go over there and jump him or whatever. I don't know. If there was, I don't like know if there was any... like, I don't know, like, if they were just like, let's try to find a population, I mean, a server with a low population so that way all of us can go there, I say no problem. Yeah. If they were trying to do some weird thing where they were purposely trying to keep some people out by, like, yeah. doing it, then that's, that's a bad. different thing. But, yeah, I just, like, I don't, 
you know, bringing a big group of your friends in, like I under, totally understand, like looking for a low population server and then trying to hop in to get ev- all your buddies in there. Like, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'll go into some brief details about the game itself. What I, I will say this much, what I am trying to do and I'm making this public. So hopefully put some pressure on him um, is get a sit down special episode with me, Chew Burger and Vash mm-hmm. to talk about the game. Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys are PC. Yeah, PC I ran it past Chew. new world. Like, I think you guys yep, love yep. that shit. I ran it past Chew today and he seemed open to the idea. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, or last night, one of those two, I don't remember. But I uh, talked to him about it, so I just got to get Vash on board and uh, hopefully look for that to come pretty soon. I want to get that. I want to strike while the iron's hot on that one. Um, and what? So what's it? it is what's it like? I mean, like, just or do you want to talk about that later on? Because obviously, I don't have a piece. No, no, no. I'll go into I don't it know now. What it is like? I heard it's. I heard it's really pretty looking, but there's some downfalls too. So yeah, so basically, as I, I'll just do a quick synopsis and I'll get into detail when we actually mm-hmm. do the New World episode. But um, I will say this much: they spent their money on the environment and the audio. Right. That's where they spent their money, okay. because I haven't seen a game with an environment this good that looks this good and this photorealistic in a very long time. Mm-hmm. It is, it is like really kind of refreshing. It feels like you're in like a new area, like an and. Um, a new place to d- explore and discover and the great thing is like if it's a tree you can most likely chop it down if it's a rock like you can break it up for mining and, and there's there's some big you know like pieces of the environment and geometry that you can't just chip away at and try and mine but like normally if you walk up to a huge boulder you could probably you know do some uh, mining on that thing and you know, get rid of the boulder it'll respawn mm-hmm. but you know, so it's not, so you're not running across a barren land eventually, <laughs> but uh, so stuff does respawn. But that's all within the the story or, or narrative where it's like you're on this magic place and stuff just nothing dies. So even if you kill it, it'll come back. Right. So there, so there you go. That's how you deal with. Oh yeah, this thing just spawned in front of me. Hey, it's like <laughs> yeah, that's part of et- Eternum is you kill it, it'll come back. No one dies. Right. I, I, I do like actually having I like the fact that they took that extra step of adding the game mechanics and the things that keep you playing as part of the narrative, right? Like how do you explain somebody you die your character dies but just comes back? Oh yeah. It's uh something about like it's hand wavy or whatever, but yeah, it's because it's the world. You're in a new area, nobody dies here, they all keep coming back. Not a problem. That is very explained away, um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it yeah. totally is. <laughs> but like, even when you do that, you're like, I recognize that for how silly it is, but good attempt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at least you tried something rather than you then tried. it just happens. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of like, oh, hey, you again, you know. Um, the And the reason why I say they spent their money on the environment and the audio, the audio is another key thing. Like, the way it sounds not when you're like chopping a tree or mining a rock or doing something out in the world, but as you're wandering around and you hear other players doing it, like it's got this reverb, <laughs> so you're it's reverb got that effect. ASMR hit. <laughs> it's got, oh, it's that's, totally that's got what an you, ASMR That's why Chu likes it. Everyone here knows that Chu loves it, the ASMR, dude. <laughs> oh, it's got an A. Oh, dude, I'm a fan of the ASMR. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. No, 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 yeah, I mean, uh, but it's, you know. Not the not the kind of stuff where people are like doing weird shit like smacking and chewing and no nah, that that doesn't do smack, anything for not, me. Not but the like smack my ball sack ASMR and stuff. No 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 not that kind of stuff. But like sometimes like hearing 
a certain frequency of a sound or like um where you know or some 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 sound or something happens like i can like oh that that will have i'll have a reaction but mostly it's a soothing kind of thing mm-hmm. where i could there are times where i'm running through the world and i'm like you know what i could just sit here just pop my character right down and just listen to the ambient effects listen to this the wind and the trees and then somebody off in the distance chopping down a tree and you hear it and it falls and then they're hitting a uh, a rock and you can hear the echo of the metal on the rock and how it just bounces off of everything even though you might be in an open area that it really wouldn't echo off of but still <laughs> um the cool the, like the sound sitting next to uh, a stream or fresh water or something and you hear it so the the ambient effects and the audio in the game are, are actually really good even when it comes to like swinging weapons and stuff like that mm. um i'm using the two-handed warhammer uh for two reasons one because it's a pretty cool crowd control thing um it stuns a lot and, and things but also it's got amazing sound effects when it hits it's just a very res- like nice crunchy resounding i hit you with a big freaking heavy thing sound and so, so how many classes as a result, are there any in the game sa that there are no such thing as well, I wouldn't say no such thing as classes. It's not a class so much as it's a weapon with a set of abilities and skills what? that go along with it. Oh, that's boring. But no, 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 no. It's like it's very much like Final Fantasy 14, where you have a singular character, and through your character, you could do a number of different things. Like literally everything if you so if you so if it so suits you so you don't have to be like hey i have to swap over to my healer give me a second while i log in and figure out where the hell they are and i don't like i i like and specialization i it's people that you do have specialization you you but you it, it totally. sounds like it's limited by items though like your specialization is only limited by your item if you have the item to make yourself a healer then you're a healer if you have the item to make yourself yes that to me is like you gotta have fucking commitment dude that's the problem with these games oh, today, can, bro. No commitment. No, see, you could you there's there's commitment, but there is also the ability to go to to embrace change and become a jack of <laughs> all. Um, <laughs> I, I I understand what you're saying. Like like the idea of you are this. This is the thing this, you do. Yeah, take pride is, in in this. You being take, this, yeah. dude. You absolutely have the ability to do that, though, because not only do you have like so. So like I want to be a healer, right? A healer like they they have a staff you have to use called the life staff, Mm -hmm. right? It's the only thing in the game, the only weapon in the game that does healing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And the weapons themselves, their um, uh, impact or their their effectiveness increases by based off of the stat value you have for a specific stat so like for example if it's a two-handed weapon it'll be strength right if it's like a bow or some sort of other agile based weapon it'll be like uh, agility right or dexterity Mm. and then um if it's magic it's like intellect right intelligence with the healing staff it's focus that is the only ability and that's a totally different stat It, it it i think it improves your mana regen is its primary function so if you're going into healing, you are investing in that stat, knowing no other weapon uses this stat as a way to improve its um, um, effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some other weapons that do have some carryover. Like some will be like, it's strength and dexterity, you know, or and some will be like, it's dexterity and intelligence or some crap like that. But for the most part, that healing is the only one. And then not only that, you have gear 
that will also provide you with additional kind of like almost like talent point kind of things right so if you find a piece of gear that may have an added bonus like if you use this particular spell or this ability it'll have an added effect or it'll change the effect slightly to help you out so then you can go around and start targeting and focusing on that so if i'm a healer i'm like oh i need pants that have this um you know the ability that impacts my healing spell right and i can only get them on these type of pants that's it so you can do the whole not necessarily min maxing but the focused specialization mm -hmm. that you so desperately want <laughs> you can do it it's there i just i personally love having the flexibility mm -hmm. I am a confessed altaholic. Yeah. Um, I am the kind of person who will have 12 characters and none of them yeah. will be super good you at are anything. The jack of all They'll trades, just be 12. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll have a healer. I'll have a tank. I'll have a shitty DPS. And I say shitty DPS, not necessarily in the character itself being shitty, but the person playing them being shitty at DPS. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, for me, I'm, I'm the, like, <laughs> you know, I have a fucking necromancer. I am a necromancer. That's what the fuck I do, you know? Like, I necromance <laughs> shit. Um, if you want a fucking healer, you came to the wrong house. You know, that's that's my thing. But is it necro? You need it manced? I'm your yeah, man. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> dude. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it sounds interesting. I, I might um, even give it a go myself. I'll have to see how things end up after this whole server nonsense. I'm certainly not joining until that's figured out but um yeah yeah it's um it's, actually you know no no i, I <clears throat> actually think it's a good time to join because there are plenty of servers that don't have any queues uh if it's only if you want to get into a specific server that but you want to be with your buddies they though. joined early I, I think the game i played the game by myself and i'm having fun with it what the what is the point I mean, of the, an mmo if you're not going to be paying it with other people like oh no no you can join no no, no i mean like there, with your, there are with your buddies of, if you're not gonna be playing it with your buddies with your buddies I usually play MMOs like solo the, mostly anyway, so well, maybe that's why it's kind of like that. You, <laughs> uh, I'm the kind of weirdo that plays MMOs solo. Uh, I also play chicks, not dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, you're the uh, the one uh, being a hooker and saying, "Oh man, <laughs> give me, you know, I'm a lady. Give me that gold, son." No, I oh, do suck not know that gold, boy. No. That is that is that is that is way below me. I will never. I will. I, I will play a character that is my that is not my gender, mm -hmm. but I will never role play as a character. I have had, that is I not had a my friend gender. that used to do that in every single MMO. He always be a chick, pretend to be a chick, and he'd get these people to give him tons of shit. It was so mm. efficient. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. As a matter of fact, like I, I think I told the story before, but I was playing Final Fantasy XI, mm -hmm. and I was playing as a female character. And I guess one of the other people in my link shell just assumed that I was female. I didn't say anything, do anything, or yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's fair to assume. Right? Yeah. But yeah, but but when it came out, like people were asking, we were just talking about it one day. Like I never, I never dodged the question. Mm -hmm. So if somebody had asked, I said, yeah, no, I'm a dude. And I, I think I killed his spirit. His heart crushed him. I don't know, because he was sad after that. Like, he was doing sad emotes, and, yeah, he was oh, just bro. not oh, a happy. Yeah, That's fucking weird, man. <laughs> he was not a happy person Jeez. after that. But, look, like, that was back before the days of voice chat. So right, it wasn't right. like we could sit there and talk, and he knew that the other person on the end was a guy. That is so, so weird. Yeah, it was... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yes. Yeah, so one more final note about New World. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's in here for like social stuff that we were talking about before. Uh, I think I've just scratched the surface of kind of what's there. I'm having fun with it. I, I uh, can pick it up for a half hour or something if I need to and just go do some farming or something like that. You can get experience and level up just from farming and not fighting. Or if I want, I can go do a quest. Um, I, I want to back one more point about where they spent their budget. Not on character creation and animation and, and character visuals there's they suck the character models are terrible <laughs> they're so bad in comparison to everything else i'm about to there. say they all like, look get... pretty like a standardized oh, horrible and, yeah, not so impressive bad. from the videos I saw. no no you have this great looking environment and the enemies look really good they're like some big enemies in there that are pretty cool like it's voice acted for all of the like um, the quest givers and stuff oh, wow. like that like all these things that the, all these little nuances and things that they but did they that, just like, didn't put it into the most but, important shit they freaking phoned it in for the characters yeah, man that's, that's not good like yeah like the hair physics suck i'm just telling you that oh, right I'm now done. Like, you won't not, like the, that's that yeah, you should have told exactly. me to begin with that's a nail in the coffin right there <laughs> yeah and the lack of character customization for characters is not very good and then just the visuals of the characters themselves are bland mm -hmm. like it seems like the characters were pulled out of like the first thing they made when the game started to be developed like 12 years ago or something and they never actually updated them <laughs> yeah it, yeah it's but still you know most of the time you stare at the back of your character anyway yeah and you know that's not too bad all right. uh, but overall, I said I, I like it. I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, I'm having a good time with it, and uh, I suggest if anybody, I mean, it's it's a it's a decent model in the sense that it's forty dollars up front, and they're supporting it like you know games of service, kind of like a Destiny or something like that. Will there be other stuff coming out? And I don't know if they're going to charge you for the other stuff that's coming out, but there's no subscription fee, so that's kind of good. Yeah, I think we'll talk about more subscription stuff in, in a little bit, actually. But um, yeah, let's. That's it for I'll me. go ahead and, and tell you a little bit about mine. Mine's short and sweet. Um, I really haven't done anything this week besides binge the hell out of The Sopranos because we were getting ready for The Sopranos movie. So anytime, like any excess TV time I had went directly to The Sopranos because my girlfriend is watching it for the first time. I was re-watching it. Um, we only got to season five before we saw the movie, but uh, I got to say the movie, the movie experience itself, not very good. If you watch the Patreon episode, <laughs> you know why. Um <laughs> But for all you guys, yeah, the movie itself, um, I think that it actually got rated like fairly decently. I think it was like at a 65 or 70 percent on Rotten Tomatoes um, last time I checked, which was yesterday morning. But yeah, for me, if you've seen and I, I already spoke to another person that was also a fan of the show and they uh, concurred with me that this was their feelings as well. If you've seen the show, if you're a big fan of the show, especially if you've seen it recently, so it's fresh in your mind, um, there's a lot of issues that you'll have with the movie. Um, if you're, if you haven't seen the, the show and you're just going into it, um, you'll probably like it a lot more or you haven't seen it in a very long time. So you forgot a lot of the nuances of the show. Um, <laughs> you probably won't mind as much as well. But yeah, there's a lot of issues here for me. Um, one of the biggest issues for sure is that it, the movie itself as a whole feels like a bait and switch from the trailers. Um, it feels like they really exploited the Tony character, young Tony, on the trailers of the movie. And uh, mm -hmm. that's not like 
at all what you see that's maybe oh like no 20 20 maybe 30 percent of the movie tops oh um, no so that felt really bad uh, yeah and it's about a character that you don't care about as much uh, and, oh. and about and like about some other stuff like it gets you know a lot of political issues uh there you know race issues and stuff like that which would all be good but i found myself the whole time thinking like just waiting for tony to come back on screen like the main character to come back on screen because i'm like this yeah. is what i thought i was coming for you know what i mean like i don't give a yeah. shit about anyone else here that i haven't seen before like i want to see what's going on with him and how he came to be because that's the interesting part for me um yeah but yeah you don't get to see a lot of that so that's unfortunate um also speaking of tony that uh, is you know the Tony character, Tony Soprano uh, in the show, very thick Jersey Italian accent uh, mm-hmm. in this. His son is playing young Tony. You know, it's it's actually James Gandolfini's son and um, yeah. looks a lot like him. So that was really good. So there's inherently a lot of mannerisms and just the look in general that was there. That was really cool yeah. to see. But the voice, even though it sounds like him, because James Gandolfini had a very like a higher pitched voice than you a very di- yeah and yeah. uh cuz he was yeah. such a big dude um yeah. he had the higher pitched voice but it didn't sound anything like it sounded like a normal teenage accentless american teenager today he didn't have uh, a, a, an italian jersey oh. accent in the slightest so that was i wonder if they tried it and he just couldn't do it i don't know but I, I don't know um, what the deal is with that. If I was the director, I would have been like, that's the first thing you're doing is going into, you know, um, speech classes, voice acting lessons, speech classes, yeah. Yeah, so to get that accent. Cause that's, you know, usually what movies do for their stars and they need to learn an accent. Um, yeah. But yeah, they didn't do that. So. If you can spend if, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, so they didn't do that. And then uh, there was a lot of um, the, like the the mother character uh, that was a big deal. Like you get to see her a decent bit, and in the show she's literally fucking psychotic. Like they make a point of yeah. knowing that she's fucking psychotic. Um, yeah. In all the flashbacks, she's literally threatening to stab out like her children's eyes and smother them and shit like that. And in in the <laughs> movie, she's you know grumpy. <laughs> That's it. And I'm like, no, this is a crazy woman. Like they didn't show really any of that. Um, just that she's kind of a, you know, grumpy, you know, parent that, that isn't really like, you know, um, nice to her kids very much. You know what I mean? They just really downplayed her. And yeah, so that was unfortunate. And it was just a lot of things that were, that were off there, especially with casting and characters. So, you know, if you want to see it, see it. Uh, if you don't though, and you're a fan of the Sopranos, honestly, you're not missing anything at all. So, um, Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> see, see it if you will, but it, I'm glad it's on HBO Max for free because don't waste your time seeing it in theaters. Honestly, it's not worth it. Okay, <clears throat> but yeah, that is my I mean, my hit for it. I have to admit, uh, fortunate, unfortunately, Sopranos is one of my blind spots in my entertainment repertoire. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, I have not seen it. I saw like the first couple of episodes of it, but they never just stuck with it for some reason. Yeah, but sounds like to me that. Like, if I want to watch this movie, now would be the time to it do would. it before trying to watch The Sopranos. You would enjoy it more now as a standalone, yeah. And, and you you did bring up something that I wonder might be causing some of that is you you said you were running back and watching through 
all of the Sopranos shows now. Yes. And you acknowledge that, like, hey, if you have seen the episodes recently, maybe this show, the movie is not going to strike those notes that you want it exactly. to. And I wonder if, like, would you have the same reaction if you if you hadn't gone back and watched it and was just basing it off of your memory of what of the show since you last saw yeah, it? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually interested. In, uh, maybe, you know, someone that's listening right now will be able to tell me because I'm sure that some people fall into each one of those categories. But I really would like to hear the opinions of of someone who hasn't seen the show on it. And I'd yeah. really like to hear the opinions of someone who has seen the show, but not in a while Be- for those exact reasons that I mentioned, because I do think that those would be probably the best two ways to experience it, but experiencing when it's fresh in your mind. Yeah. There's a lot there that, that contrasts. So. All right. Well, it sounds like a thing that we could have uh, everybody listening to the episode. Yeah. Talk about it in the Patreon or in the Discord. Or Discord, yeah. Discord.me forward slash ANR. If you guys are listening and you're fans of uh, Sopranos, go ahead and head in there and um, ping me because, yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Just do it. Just do a, a, a at Hebrew Hammer, mm-hmm. followed up with you were wrong. <laughs> and there you go. And then show your work. <laughs> right, so that, <laughs> don't, please don't forget to show your work. Um, all right. So is that cover it for yeah, you? Then that, for is, this that is it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, patron, and, and we all know about your uh, experience with uh, actually going to see the film, and uh, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was not a fun experience. I don't know for anyone uh, if if you I've never been to Cinemark Cut before until yesterday, but that was my first time, and man, it sucked. Um, it looked really nice <laughs> on the inside and the and the outside, but uh, the actual experience there with the service and the food not great. So, yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, okay. So uh, with all of the uh, what have we done stuff out the way, let's jump into some of the nerdy news. First and foremost, the biggest news from the week. I don't know if it's the biggest news, but it's the one that's the most important to us. <laughs> uh, ScarJo and Disney are buds again. They've uh, managed to settle their uh, back and forth in the news in the news art newspapers about sniping and who did what and who didn't give me money and. <laughs> You know who's a whiny little snit, uh, but uh, but apparently they they didn't disclose the uh, agreement, the of terms not. of the agreement. But no one yes, ever wants. To, they sides, never want to admit. No one wants to admit that they no, lost. You know. <laughs> no, exactly. But both both sides uh, have come out and said that they were happy with the terms. Mutual and they were happy that they were able that they came to a mutual understanding and that they're looking forward to working together again, including. The Tower of Terror film that we heard rumor it was going to get canned, but now it looks like it's back on. Yeah, um, you know, I this is one of the things that one of the topics that we've had like some uh, not heated, but like some very interesting conversation, in depth and interesting conversations on in the Discord. Um, Lots of perspectives, yeah, and so it was fun. I love conversations like that. I mean, I arguably love it too much that. I- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm willing to go all night on conversations like that. But oh, you yes, um, yes. We've established just how much you like to uh, buckle down, dig in. I love it, dude. I love uh, conversations like that. So, anyway, so (laughs) but yeah, so it's it's very interesting. Like I I wish that I would have known the details of what ended up happening. Unfortunately, we did not. But you know, I'm glad to see that uh, you know they have settled their issues i guess and you know put aside whatever strifes they have for the greater good because i i don't I, this is the tower of terror movie what is that related to twilight zone is that uh yes twilight zone tower of terror was i think it was an episode from twilight zone okay and so this is just a full-blown uh, movie expansion on that 
on that show on that episode. I, I guess I don't I don't know squat about it. Um, the isn't, only thing isn't I heard Twilight about Zone it was, in your territory? Isn't that your shit? Twilight Zone? Hell no, no. dude. That's like from the sixties. No, <laughs> I don't know. I did ride the, ty- the Tower of Terror at Disney World though, but uh, oh shit. Universal Studios. One of those. Two. Okay, I don't remember which. I didn't one realize was. that was. I mean, now I I know that it's from it, but yeah, I didn't put two and two together yeah. there. Oh, you didn't realize? Yeah, the Tower of Terror. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know yeah, that Tower about the of hotel Terror was related and... to Twilight Zone until twenty mm-hmm. minutes ago, anyways. But yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, and it all yeah, it's all from that uh, episode of the Twilight Zone. Anyway, so yeah, a, a couple of side notes from this thing, right? Mm-hmm. So Disney decided not to release uh, or decided to push Black Widow out under the package that they had with some of the other movies movies where they were going to do a simultaneous theatrical and Disney plus premium release at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. So of course, you know, Scarlett Johansson and her camp were like, you just cost me tens of millions of dollars. And Disney is like, are you, idi- are you stupid? We're not releasing a movie in the middle of in, in theaters, in the middle of a pandemic. So yeah. that's dumb. Now, as a result of this, Disney decided fine. We're going to remove, release a movie in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> so they did. And that movie was Shang-Chi, which made $200 million and is the first uh, movie in the pandemic era to reach that mark. So uh, I guess Scarlett Johansson kind of wins on that one where she was like, hey, tools, put the movie in the movie theater and you'll get money. But at what cost some of that money? is my question? I, I know. We don't we don't know what the numbers of uh, what what like. The which one thing I love the the super spreader events that happen with people going exactly. to see the movie in the movie theaters. Yeah, that's. Um, I mean, like that's always been the argument here. Like we know that. I mean, we don't know exactly how much if it was more profitable or less profitable or whatever because there's so many more statistics that go into the Disney tr- streaming side of thing as far as like yeah. you know new subscribers and stuff like that that come from you know whenever they release these movies release. along with yeah. the purchases and repurchases and all that kind of stuff. So. There's yeah. so much more that goes in there that I'd be really interested to see which one is more profitable. Why? Um, but yeah, you know, I, I do know that, you know, box office numbers are the dick measuring contest of the cinematic world. Right. So I, I think, you know, it seems like they're pushing back to go to the movie theaters now. Um, and yeah, I mean, Scarlett Johansson, I don't, I don't know if, this doesn't really affect her per se, but, um, you know, Shang-Chi making 200 million, but it shows that she probably would have made, I mean, she definitely would have made more money for herself if it yeah. would have released. And that, yeah. But that's really the big thing is it's like, you know, but, but you got to think about it though, right? That movie came out in July. Mm-hmm. Um, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Black Widow mm-hmm. was released in July. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was kind of a different landscape. It it well it was right? for several different. That's what I was gonna say is that there's so many different factors here that like I can't make a direct correlation on this because a this was also one of the movies that was first affected by the pandemic. It was about to release. Yeah. They had a lot of marketing going into it. Then on original release, right when it was about to release, then yeah. it got pushed back. Then we didn't know what was happening. It was in limbo for a long time. Then it was going to release yep. again. They put some marketing behind it. Wasn't as much as originally had it. And it was just also less interesting at that point. You know, hype had died down for that movie. So I don't think it was yeah. ever going to make as much money as Shang-Chi was ever. There was so no. much and pushing I, with Shang-Chi that helped it hit that number. Yeah. Especially well, and China. Shang-Chi, uh, I, I've talked to people. Well, actually, Shang-Chi's not doing, I didn't think it was out in China. I thought they blocked it. Did, 
Did China block Shang-Chi? I could have, now correct me if I'm wrong, awesome. but I could have swore Shang-Chi was blocked in China because of uh, Simu, Simu's comments or something. Like, it's the whole, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, you got to look that we up. We don't have a man I, in the I chair thought. for this one. No, we don't have a man in the chair in this one. You know what, everybody? Come hang out in the Patreon chat. And just in, in the, We need a man in the chair uh, just to come in and check <laughs> us. No, I think <clears throat> you're right. It's It doesn't look like it's being released in China. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? That's a good segue. China is re fucking things up for not to, for us nerds, mm-hmm. right? So Shang Chi is not being released in China, and they. I think we talked about it before. They implemented their restrictions for underage gamers of being able to play online games one hour a night on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, and on holidays. Right? They're digging in deeper. Right? They're really. They're, they're focusing on what they're calling moral standards. Mm-hmm. And um, now they're targeting games that have uh, th- that have same sex or 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 um, not non, I guess, non cis. I don't know. Anyway, um, I'm not sure exactly what the correct term is, but 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 same don't sex. step we'll in any muddy sex. waters here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, same sex relationships and what they call effeminate men. Mm-hmm. They want they want manly men and only manly men right. and nothing else. And and the next steps to this are targeting games that give you any sort of option to be uh, good or Dirty evil, boy. any morality choices. All they want is good, wholesome, manly men in games, and that's it. Nothing else. That is not what you and they're working, they're moving the ban, all of that. And yeah. as a person who works in the free-to-play development uh, realm of gaming, yeah. it's going to be interesting what happens with this. So first of all, you've got a limit in time played for the demographic that spends the most or somewhat spends a lot of money. Um, I guess the under 18 doesn't spend too much. I'm not sure exactly. I think the 18 to 35 or whatever. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so you have that. Now you have now you're having restrictions on the content that you can have within your game. Right. Mm-hmm. The second they're talking about effeminate men, right? Well, there goes anything Square Enix puts out in the Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> no Final Fantasy now. You're like morality choices. Well, geez. Okay. Telltale. Mm-hmm. You can't release any games there now. Gone. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy how they're going about this process of cracking down on. The video game industry yeah so, i don't know Hope- Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I mean i'm it's weird that they're doing i mean it's not weird like i understand the government i mean you know china's government is china's fucking government yeah right? um <laughs> like it is what it is uh for better or worse well definitely not not for better it's just worse. <laughs> not for better right <laughs> now <laughs> um but like they definitely know that they can control their population more so than basically any other place in the world and uh, right. they're not afraid to do so. So they're trying to make everyone exactly <laughs> like how they like. And, you know, that just unfortunately is what it is. Um, but, yeah, for gaming, I mean, that just drastically reduces any kind of if I if I was, you know, a developer, I would be like, well, I don't think China is the place to go for anything now, because with I me, mean, kids are like the ones that have the most free time, period. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Well, now they can't play except for fucking like three hours a week, basically. 
and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I would what, hold on. I would argue retirees uh, have more time than kids because they don't have to. True, do true. <laughs> but the retirees, at least at this point, and you know. Society, yeah, well, they're not fitting heavily into your game. Yeah, exactly. You know, fast forward another thirty years, we're then we're there. Wait till my generation starts retiring. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think like you know that is a problem, especially now. So we've already reduced that's the size in that metric, and then we're going to reduce the amount of or limit the type of games that are going to be put out. And honestly, that reduces it by quite a bit. Um, considerable. Yeah, considering. I mean, even something as simple as you know a staple thing as, as a morality, you know, mechanic. Yeah. Like that's yeah. crazy. I mean, not having that choice is like, that's what makes a lot of games really fun. Um, so yeah, that's it's. And it's interesting. It's the morality thing because that's where a lot of games are starting to go for yeah. adding a, another wrinkle to it where it's like, is this character actually good? Like um, mm-hmm. the, the game gray Jedi I, I played scenario. a couple weeks ago yeah but a game i played a couple weeks ago 12 minutes mm-hmm. right that that person is not actually a good person yeah right you you have to do a lot of shady shit in that game mm-hmm. um and then of course and then the payoff of the game and you what the, the big twist of the game is definitely definitely it would be immoral in their eyes and shit it's immoral in a lot of people's eyes but i'm just saying like that that whole thing would just be like banned yeah which sucks because it was actually a decent game well and it's going it goes against the grain to everywhere else in the world right because everywhere else in the world everyone wants the most customization possible right like we're getting more and more about customizable you know options to make your character feel like however you want to feel and uh, or, or look or whatever and so yeah that's just now like you know china which was a huge money maker before is now like looking like well it's not even fucking worth it so yeah um <laughs> yeah it's it's you're seeing healthy. a lot of you're seeing a lot of blurring of the lines um for like in the sense of like morality mm-hmm. and sexuality and gender identity and it's just like what we were talking about earlier today in the discord mm-hmm. right like everything you're starting to see everything in the world that was binary mm-hmm. turning into something that isn't mm-hmm. and for some people that's frustrating because that binary gave them safety they could immediately identify something mm-hmm. right it's this or it's this you take that out and you're all of a sudden you're like no it's not these two buckets in fact it's these 30 buckets <laughs> you're mm-hmm. like wait what where does this fit oh a little here a little there a little here a little there and it's it's confusing for them and it makes them feel unsafe and they just don't know how to navigate um but then the question asks like it shouldn't have been in those two buckets to begin with it was never a thing that should have been binary it was just reduced to something like that um to have china turn around and do something similar with their restrictions where it's either you follow this or you're out Mm -hmm. it's either this or this like that that just goes against what the global progression for society is Mm -hmm. yeah so anyway it's i will get off my soapbox no i mean it's it is something that we're gonna have to start paying attention to now but um yeah it's yeah it's really unfortunate that it's starting to go that way so many people i remember plus side Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go I was ahead. just going to say, go so ahead, many go. people on the the Genshin servers because you know it's a huge game in China. Uh-huh. 
was yep. at least, <laughs> at least uh, before before its <laughs> player base over in China got Thanos. Um, <laughs> Dude, not Thanos. Not every. Yeah, I, I guess it would have been half. Would it have been half? It disappeared and they come back once an hour. I mean, pro- oh, probably. It feel, I'm sure it's like that. And, I'm, and there's characters on there that are not particularly, you know, they might write a crooked line. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, uh, what was it? The uh, the water guy, uh, Sing Chi. Oh, dude, like there's that? so many effeminate yeah, men yeah. there. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, and some of them are, are uh, like the best characters too. So uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, who's the venti? There you go. Oh, Maybe I still can't one. tell if that guy's a guy or a girl. <laughs> <Thank> still, <laughs> it's a mystery. Um, but no, like, but yeah, like that's the exact thing, which you know is is fun and whimsical to the to the rest of us. But yeah, to them, it's a fucking offense. So yeah, um, it's funny you mentioned Genshin because I played the old. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, on. I played some of that again today. But yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, the, sticking with the whole Shang Chi thing, and one, one more note is like. This, this whole thing with Disney's just gone really super weird because they first were like, hey, we're going to release our slate of movies simultaneously as Disney Plus Premium and in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Like, OK, fine. Great. Then they're like, nah, we're going to pull back on that. And it's going to be theaters for 45 days and then it'll come to Disney Plus Premium or whatever. They're like, OK, I don't like it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, nah, you know what? For Shang-Chi, we're not going to release it after the 45 day window. We're going to push it almost a month out. Why? Because November 12th is Disney Plus Day, mm. which marks, I think, what, two years since the service launched? Mm-hmm. But still, it's like you told everybody that you were gonna, they were going to be able to watch this movie 45 days after it was released, yeah. which should have been like October so They just wanted a milestone movie to hit that day? Yeah. They just, yeah. They're, they're playing fast and loose with Shang-Chi, which is a movie that I don't think they should be doing it because... To be quite honest, it's the similar Asian equivalent to what Black Panther was to the, you know, to Black America. Yeah. Um, it not not in the sense that it's a fictional representation of what life could be like without colonialism, <laughs> right? Um, but more more a celebration of like or an accurate representation of like um, uh, heritage and traditional kind of thinking and sense and stuff like that and and storytelling yeah Yeah. representation it's all about representation exactly you know um i i remember seeing in the movie there's a part where like what the actor takes his shirt off and you're like see you would have never had that before because for some reason asian men weren't like buff although i give you one bolo young i don't know if you know (laughs) who that is but I mean, okay. I feel like uh, I feel ever, like uh, every time in a kung fu movie, whenever I see an Asian guy with his shirt off, he's fucking jacked. So I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I was like, I, it's the same Asian guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Bolo <laughs> Young. <laughs> um, no, they've actually been doing a lot of that. Like, what is it? Um, what the the Mortal Kombat movies? Mm-hmm. The first one, who the guy who played? Um, oh God, now I can't remember his name. Holy smokes. Uh, anyway, the guy who played there was an actor in there, and then also the most recent one as well. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just it's funny because you don't see uh, a lot of movies where the you know male or the main actor is is Asian and is seen at some point as being attractive, mm-hmm. right? Um, 
it's just but anyway this is the black set that, but, thing with uh, aquafina though like there's always there's uh, always a, there's always a cultural issue so <laughs> so here's the th- okay real quick to go to that though Uh-oh. right so <laughs> i think with well hold on i haven't seen crazy rich asians but i've kind of heard that but i also know that aquafina is from new york mm-hmm. so if she was playing on her new york upbringing and the the mannerisms and, and phrases and talk and the way they speak in new york mm-hmm. that's one thing and like i remember because I, I heard somebody saying like that was kind of an issue i had with aquafina first i'm like she's trying to act black somebody goes she's from new york and then i thought about it and i looked and i listened to what she was saying and i go that does seem more new york than um you know than trying to mimic a um, you know, a, 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 the way a black person who that all black people sound that way. Do I sound that way? I don't sound that way. To me, to go. me, that doesn't <laughs> did, I, like it doesn't sound New Yorker to me. Like I, I, I know New York accents. I have a bunch of family in New it's York. It's not. It's not the accent as much as it's the 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 the, 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 the way they speak, the manner and things like that. I would say it, it, she's from. I think she's from the Bronx, right? Yeah, but I would say like she def. I would say like almost indisputably she has a black scent but like i also don't personally care about that kind of stuff at all uh, you you might for obvious reasons but i i personally just stay away from issues like that because i just don't care enough to get involved in i that one. i i look at it this way if a black person who was raised in france can have a french accent and if, and if they're raised in england they can have an english accent why couldn't an asian person who was or someone who has asian uh, you know, heritage who was raised in an area that's predominantly black sound mm-hmm. or, you know, like the people from that region. It's regional, yeah. not racial. I, yeah, I just, that's the thing people keep forgetting. Yeah, I just see it as it's a fucking accent. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like I, I try to, I, I try to have a British accent sometimes for funsies and it's fucking terrible. Uh, like, I know. So for me, yeah. it's, I give zero. <laughs> I don't know why we even spend time and effort. Being we spent too much time. That, yes. But yeah. Oh yeah. We're not going to talk about the conversation <laughs> we had in the patron chat today. Yeah. No. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So yes, uh, Shang-Chi is moving to November 12th for release. So I'm sorry people, if you were waiting for it to come out on the 18th, so you can watch it. Uh, you gotta wait till the twelfth. Unless is it still playing in theaters? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's still playing in theaters. And it's really small, cozy theater, so you, you can get the COVID stacked on top of you there while you're put in. it on, sprinkle it on their yeah. popcorn and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, after Disney's flubbing of how their uh, they were inconsistent with their movie releases, Warner Brothers did remain consistent, and not only that, they dropped like what was it like two hundred million dollars in paying talent and um you know movie staff or whatever uh once they made the announcement that their 2020 slate of movies were all going to be released simultaneously in hbo mm-hmm. max unfortunately that was not enough for one christopher nolan who has decided to take his ball and go home mm-hmm. he is now making his uh a movie his next movie i believe is with universal right uh it is a movie about was it J. robert oppenheimer yeah the creator of the atom bomb yeah so he he dropped bombs on WB to to make a movie about a guy who <laughs> dropped bombs. <laughs> that, there you go. That is a connection. Right there. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Christopher Nolan, fantastic movie director. I, I think, you know, I don't side with him uh, as far as his views on uh, cinema. As you know, that's a that's a hot topic right now for people in the you know 
the cinematic world. Um, but yeah, I think everything should be going streaming now. That's my take or I'm okay with a 30 day or 40 day staggered release, I suppose. Worst case, but 45. Yeah. yeah like I think um, that is much more preferable and especially in a time like this, but it is what it is. He's going to make the movie. I'm going to see the movie realistically because uh, I mean, that sounds like a very interesting You're a Christopher movie. Nolan fan and I'm a fan of his. So yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I, WB definitely lost out on the big fish there. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, perhaps. But like for me, I think his his whole issue was the fact that like that Warner Media whatever made that decision without consulting the people who the filmmakers and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? Before doing it, <laughs> like it doesn't matter. It's either your movie gets doesn't get released or your movie gets released <laughs> and it's not in the theater because. Yeah. I, and, and and WB isn't going to sit on the movie for two years. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just not going to. So, like, we want to get something back from this. <laughs> we're not just going to be like, hey, so that movie you made two years ago, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Ah, I don't know if we're going to be able to release that. Yeah, see, that's the. I think so. the people care too much about, maybe, like, it's more old school directors or something, care too much about the, the stats of box office. The, the media. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think that maybe that's just something that might change with time or maybe it is a staple and we'll go back to it because it does matter or whatever or that's the easiest metric to, to measure things. But um, I definitely think that is part of it and uh, or some of it might just be very traditionalist views of, you know, yes. the cinema like you have to see it in theaters. Like yes. And the that's screen. I think Nolan. Yeah, Nolan was of that mindset. Yeah. I think he was one of those minds like my films Actually, are made yeah. to see in a movie I theater, think I th- not yeah you're yeah. right i think i did see a um i think we might be talking about the same thing uh, some thing that he did whenever all the streaming stuff first happened where he yep. he and a bunch of others were specifically against it because they were traditionalists um yes yeah they're like our movies are meant to be seen in a movie theater like yeah. no stupid i'm gonna see your movie at the most convenient <laughs> place i can see it. <laughs> exactly uh, my, my life is worth more than like your fucking traditionalist view dude your your art your artistic vision yeah exactly means shit when it comes to my time um <laughs> but yeah you know we'll we'll see what ends up happening i also think a definite huge thing that needs to happen is a shift in the realities of of contracts um for streaming as well like for actors yeah. and directors and everything like that so uh that's yeah. it's just kind of a this new shift that needs to happen um, and everything gets needs to be normalized to those standards, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, I don't know what's gonna happen on this, but you know, it, it's interesting. We'll see it, and it'll somehow play out. And I think just with all the access to the streaming stuff, it's gonna have to move that direction. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. You, it, I don't know if we'll see movie theaters die per se. Definitely not. But yeah, but. yeah. So it'll maybe take a a change you know, kind of like video arcades used to mm-hmm. right they're they're not the same as they were back in the day when tvs start reaching when change. home tvs start reaching the size of your walls then there's going to be no point in going to hey. the fucking theater anymore <laughs> we're not that far away <laughs> exactly. man and it has to be and it has to be affordable it's a kind of thing like or, or even not even tvs reach the side of your walls you can get a similar experience virtually yeah that's true yeah it'd be just right? something to cover so, up your you know your eyes and display it like that yeah 
Yeah, you slap on a VR headset and you got a nice set of uh, audio ears or whatever, earphones or whatever, and you sound like you're in the movie theater Mm -hmm. and it feels like you're in the movie theater. It's the same effects. So it's not that big of a deal. What if it was a VR headset of you in a theater? In a theater. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. You can, you can literally get it so somebody is sitting yeah. in. It feels like they're looking. Sitting eating in your fake theater. popcorn. <laughs> eating your uh, fake popcorn. No, real popcorn from the movie theater. Actually, funny enough, my wife, actually, she, when she went to get her uh, booster shot on Friday, she stopped by the movie theater and picked up popcorn. <laughs> well, you know, it'd be, it'd be interesting if you, like, because you, you had the hand sensors in, too. So you could be mm-hmm. dipping into your real popcorn as your... Um, you know, your character, your avatar, whatever, uh, picked up his fake nice. popcorn and nice. then you Then you'd really have that, that depth. <laughs> you'd have everything. Yeah. 4D. 4D, 5D, exactly. real D. I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> um, uh, although, so many so, Ds. This is so, so many Ds. <laughs> and you know who's dropping the big D? Netflix. That's right. With uh, their new Arcane trailer? Yes. So uh, did you watch it? Yes, I did watch it. How amazing is it? Tell me that it's beautiful, <laughs> that it's gorgeous, and that all you want to do is watch this thing, dude. But you told me to never lie to you. <laughs> no, anyway, it's I, 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 since I'm not a huge fan of the League of Legends universe, it wasn't the kind of thing that grabbed me. Mm-hmm. I will say that like the animation style seemed like interesting mm-hmm. right i liked how i like how it looked right um i'm definitely going to watch it uh but i i i'm not i wouldn't say that watching that trailer was like oh shit i gotta watch this <laughs> it's more of wow okay this seems interesting i wonder where this story is gonna go i wonder how they're gonna translate these characters from a game and bring them to life and give them a larger narrative in a cinematic form right Right, because they've never done anything like that, really. Right, with this universe, um, they've done little things, like they've never done a movie or, or a TV show. Yeah, that's for certain. No, um, exactly. But they so like. Here's the thing. So first of all, let me just say this is a, a new trailer that they dropped. It was the first time it wasn't like a teaser, basically. So you you get mm-hmm. a real um, look at, at what the story is going to be. And, uh, you know, some yep. of the villains, some of the you know, main characters that are going to be playing out. And, you know, it's definitely made to be an introduction to the world for people who have don't have any idea of what League of Legends is or, you know, maybe you know what it is, but you don't know the characters or the world or anything like that. That's fine. But f- there's so much there for people that do, especially, you know, um, and that's what I can't wait about because I saw like 50 things in that trailer that I'm just like oh my fucking god i can't wait for um but here's the thing is that their narrative team is amazing they you know whenever they first really had success uh, like eight eight years ago like the, the game came out about 11 years ago now and it was probably like three years after release that they really like they just rewrote the whole narrative of their game because they realized like wow this we should actually have a a real narrative rather than this kind of like, Oh, this person's here and this is his backstory. And this, you know, they, they kind of changed that and they, they made a cohesive story and they started building upon it. And they, they hired like the best people ever to write this shit. And, um, they've had, they have tons of deals with Marvel. Um, for instance, or not Marvel. Um, I'm sorry. No Marvel actually. 
they have uh, lots of deals with Marvel for um, comic books. Like Marvel has produced okay. several uh, League of Legends comic books going over uh, character specific stories. I have all of them and uh, they're fucking amazing. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I know, you know, all of all of the world, basically, there's is an incredibly in-depth, rich storytelling of all of these different lands. Um, and, you know, the, the trials and tribulations that they've all faced over time, all these characters are very well made, barring like, you know, one or two. Um, that I can think of off the top of my head that need to be rewritten still, um, updated into the new world. But oh, it's just seeing, being a person that's read nearly all of the, like, f- probably thousands now of pieces of, of narrative work that they've done, whether it be on their website, through their characters, through the um, the cinematics that they've done, or the books that they've done and uh, the comic books as well, all of those things, like seeing it play out in an actual TV series is something I've wanted for a very long time. And these two characters that they're working on specifically Vi and Jinx, um, they have Mm -hmm. a very compelling storyline and uh, the city that they live in is one that deals with an undercity, which is filled with, you know, like the poor and uh, you know, kind of typically, you know, there's a lot of crime there, got a lot of underbosses, you know, things like that. And, uh, like mob stuff and very dark area. And then you have the top, it's the very pristine society that is all about wealth and nobility and everything like that. And it's a very interesting dynamic that they have. Um, love to hear about it and see it. I can't wait to see it play out on the actual screen. Um, there's just so much there to go on and seeing the trailer just play out like it did. Uh, there's just so much to grab onto. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm walking through all this so slowly, but it just it means a lot to me. So, but anyways, point being, you guys should check the trailer out. I saw it on Netflix, like literally on Netflix the other day, and on the coming soon area, and I flipped my fucking lid. I was like, oh, oh, oh my god, because <laughs> I've been waiting for this for a fucking year. Um, yeah. So it finally actually hit. They had a release date for it, and I was like, yes. I saw this trailer and I lost my goddamn mind. So, um, yeah, people check it out. It looks amazing. The art style's fantastic. Moving on, we can move now. Moving yeah. on. No, we're, we're we're still sticking with the with with Netflix. So you saw the arcane trailer or the arcane coming now, and it, it made you flip your lid. But what about the new stuff coming from Netflix, The Witcher? Yeah, the kids. So. <laughs> This is an interesting one. Apparently, with the success that they've had with Witcher, with the um, animated TV, obviously, you know, the the regular TV show that they have, which is second season is coming out, I think, in December. Um, Something like that. And then they had the animated movie come out not too long ago, um, which did very well. They're actually uh, just um, announced that they are doing a sequel to that as well. They are now going to make a kids show for based on the witcher like so a witcher for yeah. kids which makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever um yeah we don't have any details for it outside of the showrunner for the witcher shows saying hey we're making a family a fun-filled kids and family series? it's like it's like saying we're gonna make silent hill for kids like it's like fu- wait what like 
I I was thinking like Game of Thrones for kids, right? Well, but it's so it's even it's much darker than than Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's fucking dark as shit, dude. So (laughs) I mean, I don't know what they're planning on doing, but (laughs) if it's anything recognizable to The Witcher afterwards, I'd be fucking surprised because everything in there is pretty fucked up. So (laughs) it's like The Witcher. That's it. It's the only thing you recognize. Yeah, they got catchy songs. That's about. (laughs) <laughs> All I can see involved with the kids. So, and even then, their songs are usually about murdering things. So, um, well, better not have any effeminate men, otherwise, they won't be able to release in China. There you go. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> apparently, that's coming. I just found that more funny than anything else. That, like, I feel like at this point, they're just making jokes, reality out of jokes, or, or taking bets. Like, you know, it's like, uh, I bet you I can make a fucking kid show about The Witcher. It's like, bet you can't. It's like, do you want to? let's fucking do it then. <laughs> and like, I feel like that's how TV shows are made at Netflix now. <laughs> um, but yeah. So. What don't we have? Uh, TV, Witcher TV show? Yeah. Or, or more, more to the point of like, like which demographic is the Witcher not hitting? Yeah, exactly. Right? Like they're like, we've got everybody but the 18 and under. Crowd. Yeah. Oh, let's hit On them. the fucking pie chart that they have over there. There's, <laughs> there's like a 12% mark that's missing. <laughs> and it's yeah. one to 12. And it's like, how do we fill yeah. that hole? I guarantee you it's some exec that was like, why don't we have kids? Yeah. Like, we don't... Why Why? Why does The Witcher not appeal to kids? And they go, you know what? I want a Witcher show that appeals to kids. Like, what the... Yeah. No! I'm imagining... In my head right now, I'm just imagining this fucking horrific version of Dora the Explorer. Well, it's like oh. just fucking like... It's Dora the Explorer, <laughs> but filled with murderous intent the whole time. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. I, I've caught a couple of episodes of Dora the Explorer, and I wanted to rip that map to shreds. <laughs> I just imagine it's like, oh, no, the hooker has stolen my wallet. <laughs> like, where did the hooker go? <laughs> hooker no hooking. Should I hooker fire no my hooking. bow here or there? <laughs> hooker no hooking. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Uh <laughs> Uh, oh, I should have said Witcher No Witching. God dang it. Okay. That's good too. Ah, I missed the point. <laughs> yeah, that one's good too. So, um, all right. So, so Arcane Trailer has got you jazzed. Witcher for Kids has got you confused. I, I'm i going to say I kind of understand how you felt about the Arcane Trailer mm-hmm. when I saw the Cowboy Bebop opening credits for the live action show. <laughs> because it featured... It was... They tried to do a shot-for-shot remake of what the animated show had for credits opening, including adding Tank. Like, you can't have Cowboy Bebop without Tank. You you just... I agree. That is the theme song of Cowboy Bebop. I 100% agree with you. Um, Yeah. And plus, that that theme song is just so fucking good, dude, right? It's Dude, the the whole soundtrack is good. I mean, have you listened to the entire yeah. Cowboy Bebop soundtrack? It's so good. Um, I I am looking forward to it, but I am still not convinced. You know what I mean? I'm very, <laughs> what, what? very worried. It, it's just every single Netflix has done many, you know, like uh, uh, wow, which which we call it? Um, not real life adaptations, uh, live action adaptations of animes before. And I think they've all failed besides like one, maybe. And I can't even think of mm-hmm. what, which one it was, but I feel like it was fairly recent. Oh, um, I just realized they did Death Note, didn't oh, they? Oh, don't even fucking bring that thing up to me. Dude. Oh, they, 
God. They fucking failed Death Note. Like, they created a <laughs> fucking abomination out of Death Note. Um, that was the worst thing I'd ever seen in my life, that Death Note movie. I literally, like, me and my friends couldn't believe that they made something so bad. Um, but, yeah, so it concerns me. But, like, I, you know, that was a pretty good opening. So let's see. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hopeful. But, yeah, I'm honestly, like, my... Uh, my my hype level is not as high as where you might think it would be. You're, you're keeping it in check. Yeah, you're remaining cautiously optimistic. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. but the theme song okay. still fucking good. Though. Did a good job with that. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, I understand your cautious optimism because I share it as well. Because the Book of Boba mm-hmm. got a release date set for December 29th, and I'm I I don't know. If I want to know more about Boba Fett, dude, that's that's my thought on it as well. Like, I and I don't know if it's because you guys were stuck with like the first three for so long, but I I've never had like a huge adoration for Boba Fett. I've never I've he, never been there. He's one of the most like a, a a former coworker friend of mine was like always upset. About the level of love Boba Fett got, yeah, I don't because his it. take was his take was dude had like three lines yes. in the first three movies, and he died mm-hmm. at the hands of after being shot by a blind guy with a stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's how he went out, and all of a sudden he gets all this mad love for everyone. Why? Your friend's right, dude. <laughs> like. I know, I know, I I know. Like I I fought with him back in the day about it. It's like what's fucking Boba Fett, you know. And it wasn't until you saw Django Fett, uh, Tamara Morrison, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how he portrayed him in, um, that shitty Attack of the Clones movie. I say shitty because <laughs> yeah. part of the freaking peak prequels. I agree that Attack of the Clones is shitty. Um, you won't get any grief from me there. <laughs> <laughs> but then how you kind of get a an idea of like how kind of almost how badass he was when you go into the clone wars and you see the clones yeah right who were who were, who were basically him yeah right um you know because they're all patterned after because because boba is a clone of Django, mm-hmm. so it's just yeah it's it, just all you have uh you know beforehand are the shitty fucking stormtroopers you know knowing yeah. that those shitty fucking stormtroopers uh were all you know, clones of, of Django. And so they're all basically garbage. So you're like, Oh, well, um, <laughs> yeah. So, much for so that. we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I do like what well, Ming Na Wen. I do like her. So she's coming back as uh Fennec. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so we'll, it's, I, I mean, I like I did like that character in uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. That, that's the thing is that I feel like the Mandalorian specifically has brought a lot of life, back to that character like i understand now why some people like him i never understood before why Mm -hmm. people liked him but like with the actual addition of scenes and validity of the character that came with the mandalorian i can i can grab Mm -hmm. my head around it now and now they they do Mm -hmm. actually have a pretty interesting take on it you know um as far as him you know ruling the underworld basically like i am i'm interested to see that and you know just knowing what disney does these days with shows like they've had a pretty good track record. So even if I find it not super interesting at the top of my list, like I'm sure I will still get some enjoyment with it, but 
you know, well, we'll, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. We'll see where they go yeah. with it. All right, and that ends our nerdy news segment. Uh, we're going to jump right into the gaming news. We've been going at this for a little bit. Where are we at? Uh, and, yeah, I don't want to take up too much more time. <laughs> um, but something interesting, Capcom, the makers of the Street Fighter series, the Resident Evil series, the Monster Hunter series, have decided they want to be, they want to have PC, the PC platform, be their main focus moving forward. Yeah. What do you think of that? I mean, we so we were talking a little bit about this, um, you know, in the patron chat. But actually, I think this might have been before the patron chat even. But uh, either way, like, it's it's interesting to see that because, yeah, they have had a lot of time with Nintendo specifically and Sony, not Xbox and PC. And uh, mm-hmm. it looks like they are wanting to push more towards that PC front and you know, it's speculation as to why as of right now, but um, I definitely think that, you know, this is, I think the game industry, you know, like the devs and everything like that probably have a, a like the higher ups there, at least that are making some of these pivotal decisions. Now, I feel like they're getting the same vibe as a lot of us, or maybe even probably know a lot more and are getting this kind of like, well, Xbox is doing a lot more right now than Sony is. So maybe mm-hmm. going like p- more PC is just better. And um, with Nintendo, I mean, Nintendo will always be around, but it becomes, I feel like less like the idea of developing only for PC and getting PC and Xbox sounds a lot better than, you know, having to develop for Nintendo and PlayStation and PC and and Xbox, you know what I mean? Once once you yeah. take PlayStation out of the mix, you're just kind of like, okay, then it's either just net Nintendo or maybe even drop Nintendo at that point and just do fucking PC and because that's where everyone's going to go anyways, PC and Xbox with the Game Pass. So I'll tell you this much: developing for Nintendo sucks. I bet because the Nintendo lot check system, the, the lot check process blows. Plus, doesn't it Nintendo does shit a good bit too? No, no, no. So the the um the the lot check process is more about um it's like the, the, they have a certification process mm-hmm. right for all of the console manufacturers you have to send the game to them they evaluate it set based on a set of technical criteria that the game has to meet most of that is how it interacts with the operating system and the user experience Mm-hmm. Right. And it has to remain because they want it to remain consistent across all the platforms. Right. Because, you know, for example, with the PS5 or the PlayStation, you've got the PlayStation UI and all the things that you can do to hop True. in and out of the game. Pause. The, the, they all the, like the game has to be able to interact with the operating system and do what players expect it to do, what the system expects it to do based on their, you know, their understanding of how this should affect my game. Right. right? So they have to follow. Nintendo's is a little different. Yeah, sure, there are some hard-coded things within, like, the software that the game has to be able to do. But it's also a bit of a, like, a an evaluation of the game quality itself. Mm-hmm. Right? So they'll, whereas Microsoft and Sony won't give you any feedback on the design or visuals of the game, They'll just strictly tell you, hey, when I push this button or when I look at this button call out, it's not using the correct icon for this button. Right. You know, that kind of thing. They'll they'll ping you on that, but they won't say, hey, 
um, putting the X button as the function for this particular action in the game right here feels weird. Mm-hmm. Right. Nintendo will tell you that they'll be like, we don't like the way this feels. We don't like the way this plays. We don't like the way, you know, this looks whatever. Um, and a lot of people get frustrated by that. Nintendo seems to think it as an open negotiation where like you're submitting to us and we have to give this thing the Nintendo seal of approval. So we're giving you the feedback that we think can help get you to that point. And then it becomes a negotiation, a discussion. And that's how they do like all of their stuff. Mm. Whereas everybody else is just like pass fail. You're good or you're not. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah well, that's interesting. So we'll, yeah. Well, I mean, according to the article, like Capcom has, they want, they want to be a 50 50, 50 console, 50% PC by 2022, I think, 2023, uh, 2023. Mm-hmm. Uh, possible, I guess. I don't know. They're, they're looking Seems at lofty, the success. Yeah. yeah, but they're looking at the excess that su- success that they had with like their previous franchises that were on PC. And they're hoping to, to kind of make that moving forward. Yeah. Uh, speaking of success on PC, Jeff Bezos thinks uh, he has he won the next. <laughs> yeah, he thinks he won. He has the next best thing because of the quote unquote success of New World. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you call what they did a success. Yeah, I don't. I think. I mean, I think Jeff Bezos thinks anything he does is amazing. <laughs> but um prove me wrong yeah but uh <laughs> this game is sounds like it's far from a success in so many facets that it's fucking hilarious at this point but there are so many things that are good about right the but game. also also yeah. consider the development time that it took for this thing like there were yeah. so many issues on development uh for this game that it was a joke and and during it they also closed down like two other games they were working on i think so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah like this is far from like I won, you know, <laughs> but yeah, this is just what he <laughs> no, thinks. This yeah. is fucking Jeff Bezos' world, and we're all living in it. Yeah, exactly. Throw enough money at something, and apparently you'd be able to create something good. I don't. We know. We are basically his it's... Sims at this point, anyway. So might as well say he won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I th- I think Bezos needs to stay in his wheelhouse, uh, which uh, is not gaming. <laughs> <laughs> But you know who does have a wheelhouse within gaming? Konami. 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 Apparently they are going to go back and focus on what they do best. They're talking about new Metal Gear, Castlevania, and Silent Hill games. Unfortunately, though, there's some question amongst the gamers as to how these are going to play out without Hideo Kojima. Yeah, so I didn't even Uh, know that Kojima was involved in Castlevania and Silent Hill. I thought he was just like... Mr. Metal Gear, you know, and Death Stranding. I know he did, but um, Kojima's done a lot of things, but yeah, as far as I know, I guess so. Um, but yeah, I mean, Metal Gear, though, I know that was like his thing, so yes, Metal Gear, I'm not sure how how he would do there. I mean, like how that would do without him there, but that fucking whole timeline and series is so fucking convoluted, I think, at this point. All, all I've heard whenever people try to explain it to me is like fucking question marks everywhere. Like, and they're like, yeah, yeah just ignore well, the question marks. Like, ignore the plot. And just play the, the game. plot holes. Just fucking play. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, Kojima is certifiably insane, I think. <laughs> um, I guess so. But. 
And well, the evidence the evidence of that is what he did with Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Um, Death Stranding was was described to me as uh, Kojima unfiltered and unrestrained by a budget. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they just threw a bunch of money at him and said, "Make what you want," and so he did. Like here, I have, so I have a synopsis of the game, and the way it was described to me was. Listen to this and tell me where I get to the point where I stop talking about the game and I'm just making shit up. <laughs> so the game is about delivering stuff across a somewhat hostile post-apocalyptic territory, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So it's about reconnecting places to each other as you do it. And so one of the first missions you have is to deliver a corpse to an incinerator. If the corpse isn't burned quickly enough it's going to turn into a nuclear bomb and detonate. Wow. Right? So you're sent on this mission by a doctor named Dead Man and another guy named Die Hard Man. And, oh, oh, sorry. And and uh, uh, the corpse is the president of the United States who also happens to be the character's mother. Wow. Right? Okay. All right. So you're progressing along and things are going okay and then it starts raining, which is the worst thing that could happen because when it rains... They're like the Dementor like beings show up, right? Harry Potter fan, you know what Dementors are. Yeah. Uh they're invisible and deadly, right? But but you have a fetus in an artificial wound that you can plug into, which allows you to see them. Uh it also gives you flashbacks <laughs> where you experience the fetus's memories as your own memory. Uh, but that's something entirely different. So yeah, you, you have to use the fetus to stay away from the Dementors, because if they catch you the world is submerged in black goo and a demon dolphin fish thing comes out and, and tries to kill you. Um, and then the game kind of kind of goes on for that for a while and you eventually figure out how to make grenades out of blood, which you can then use to kill Dementors and the demon fish, but you have to hook yourself up to blood bags so you don't run out of too much blood and give yourself anemia. And there are also grenades with recycled shower water and human waste. How much of that do you think was made up? I think 0% of that was made up. Absolutely the, none of the it was The real made question up. <laughs> is, how much of it do I wish was made up? And that's all of it. Because Jesus Christ, what the fuck? I mean, like, yeah. I had I had heard it described to me as just, it, it's post-apocalyptic UBS boy. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, yeah like, it, it has never really, like, gotten to me. But he's he is so fucking weird, like... With his storytelling and, you know, maybe it's it's that crazy level of genius. I, I don't know. But um, or maybe he's just a fucking psycho and people throw no, money at him. No, he's just crazy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, it yeah. could be one or the other. Um, but yeah, I. It's a general malaise. It's the kind that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's just with Castlevania and Silent Hill, like, you know, Silent Hill. Great game. Like, I hope that they redo or I mean, make more series uh, make more into the series um i know lots of people wanted that for a very long time so yeah let's i hope that they do that castlevania for sure obviously that's a game that you know i definitely want to see more of um yeah, yeah metal gear yeah i don't care so uh i don't think that i'll be missing too much <laughs> kojima on i in fact i think i want less of his influence on castlevania and silent hill but yeah okay. I, I think okay. either way it'll be fun to see those games uh come back more into the fray though all right, so speaking of getting into the fray, we'll pull it back down to something normal-ish and talk about Warhammer Chaos Gate. 
apparently it's uh, XCOM in, in, in its kind of appeal. Uh, this is something that, that uh, I don't know. Do you want to go into this one a little bit? Um, yeah, actually, we were cutting that from the, the show, actually. Ah, cut it from the show. Yeah. Cut it. Cut it. Why didn't we cut I, that? I don't know, actually. We were cutting that one from the show. That We're going to be talking about that, I think, next week. Um, but we'll see. All right, so forget that segue that I thought was really actually freaking pretty cool. It was oh, actually wow. finally a good segue. Uh, ooh, dang, finally? Wow. Yeah, finally a good segue. I stand All right, that. so, yeah, all right, fine. So instead, we'll segue into something that is near and dear to you, mm-hmm. Genshin Anniversary. Yeah, so I'm not going to go too much into this. It was just pretty crazy. Um, so Genshin Anniversary was quite a shakeup because it's, you know, basically the most profitable or no the third most profitable mobile game ever now um holds many titles for the most profitable game within x months right um yep or or x, x years even at this point now but because it just hit its first anniversary but the anniversary gift so anniversaries for mobile games is like it's fucking christmas right huge yeah yeah that's the time that's when they they really like even the stingiest of games give out actual good shit oh yeah absolutely and uh with genshin impact though things were a little different (laughs) um Uh they gave out like basically their original um talks for for gifts was about the equivalent of one like 10 pull like which is fucking nothing Ooh, um yeah it's like the equivalent basically good. of like three days of like normal dailies it was really bad and so everyone was like what the fuck are you guys doing especially because like it's it was just so it's just so profitable and and they're also yeah. like weirdly generous at other times so it didn't make any sense everyone was like what the fuck is going on and so, <laughs> it's like it's like going like every week you give us a hundred dollars and then you're celebrating our birthdays and you give us five bucks. Exactly, exactly. It was it was so strange. And so everyone was wondering what was going on or if there was like some kind of secret anniversary thing. And as the date became closer and closer, everyone was like, <laughs> No shit, this is really what it is. And um sure enough, like that's what they were sticking to, and they got review bombed hard. Hard, 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 hard. <laughs> Uh, it's hilarious how like in the free to play space the the developer slash publisher mm-hmm. doesn't feel like they own the game anymore it's the fans the whales yeah. the the most vocal group that actually feels like they own the game yeah yeah it is it is interesting but you know what it fucking works dude like they <laughs> they did it demand more i mean I mean, we saw it happen in MHA not too long ago, too, right? And that was one that was, like, I truly, for the first time, was, like, people are being unreasonable here. You know what I mean? And yeah. that was the first time I, I really felt like people were being unreasonable. And I felt bad for the developers, actually. But they bent to the people's will on that because they were review bombing the hell out of the game. But uh, in this case, it was no different. They review bombed the fucking hell out of it. There was lots of complaints, <laughs> lots of formal complaints, lots of informal complaints. And uh, sure enough, they end up giving, you know, still not like the best, but a lot more, like way more yeah. than originally intended. Um, so that's good. I think like part of the problem here is because, you know, like, for instance, if you don't, I think you remember this, but like 
they recently gave away like a free five star character, like a free full five star character. Yeah, with uh, Aloy. Yeah, right? exactly. We were talking about somebody else. They gave yeah. that character away for free to everyone, and so like it, it on a PlayStation. Everyone on a PlayStation. No, but then in in uh, the entire game as well, the next month. Oh, okay. So they did they did release her fully. Then. Yes. Okay. And so okay. like it's it's that's why you know once again reinforces why it's so weird. So like, um, yeah. I think it's just like they gave a lot of stuff out recently. And I think maybe they were thinking that was like unofficially part of the anniversary, but people don't mean people are going to get really mad if it's not officially part of the anniversary. Cause if they would have just yeah, bunched yeah, yeah. all that shit together as the anniversary, no one would have said a thing like a free five-star character. Uh, yeah. Everyone would have shut their mouths immediately. Right. You, yeah. You bundle Aloy in the anniversary pack and people are like bowing and scraping at your feet. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, but they ended up choosing choosing the start, which was a weird one. So anyways, either way, if you're a fan of Genshin, you know, hop in and get your rewards. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, this was just a, an interesting little story that, uh, you know, happened that I I lived through and it was fucking chaos for a bit. So, yeah. Funny enough, I did hop into Genshin earlier, not to get not because I knew about this mm-hmm. and to pick up my things or whatever, but I think. I don't know what, what what prompted me to, to pop in again today, but I did, and uh, I had a couple of uh, polls to do, and I managed to get uh, Beto. Oh, you I did? I Beto before. Yeah, so I have a copy of Beto. And I got uh, two additional copies of, was it Shang-Chi, the guy we were talking about before? Uh-huh. So now he's at Constellation 4? I think he's like one or two away from the final. I think he's, yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, um, fucking great characters, both of them. So they definitely, you'd have some fun with them. There's especially, um, I mean, but oh, she's like uh, fucking great. Not only really fun to play, but she's very good in a lot of different team comps. So, mm, okay. Okay. But yeah, um, definitely you should keep playing if you, if you haven't already planned on it. Well, uh, I mean, well, she's still only level one, so I got to level her up. But, I just mean regardless, general. like. Oh yeah. yeah, I I want to. There's just too know much crap in, on my plate. Yeah, and, and too much I know it's an intimidating game to walk into and, and play after you've been away for a while too. So mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And and don't forget, we still need to know when uh, all of the WB games for for my company are slated to drop. That's true. Right. That's true. Um, we've got a huge gear coming up. Yeah. If everything falls in where where we've initially moved it to, right? I mean, who knows? Some stuff might push or whatever. I know nothing. I'm, this isn't me dancing around anything. I literally don't know. Everyone get out your <laughs> like pens and these paper. Big He's games. about to speak in codes, baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I just, all I know is from what was announced is that these games are supposed to drop next year because they were all supposed to drop this year and then got moved to next year. Yeah. So as a result, like, you know what? Harry Potter Legends was one we're looking for. Suicide Squad, uh, Gotham Knights. Um, as I said, I don't know exact release dates for those mm-hmm. or anything. Um, but it's going to yeah, be a big year. It's, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then uh, some other stuff that I've been, uh, that I was playing that I can't talk about. Yeah. There you uh, go. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's coming <laughs> like next year or, or after or when. I have no idea. I just know that there was some, some cool stuff on the horizon. Yeah. There's always cool stuff on the horizon. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh speaking of cool stuff here's something not so cool uh uh, actually i don't know maybe this is cool uh is this the kiss of death for avengers is it is it its last 
gasping it's, breath. It's, it's dying wish. Put me on Game it's Pass. Di- <laughs> put, me, uh, put me on Game Pass before I go. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely think that this is as fuck. We're not selling enough of these. Fucking put it on Game Pass because. Like the biggest, we're not selling enough. Give it for free. Exactly. Like, <laughs> can can we even give this away anymore? I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, here's the problem with with games um, like Avengers and and other games that rely on a, a decent player base for continued content. Um, the problem is that you need players for continued content. So <laughs> no, you need continued content, and for them specifically, <laughs> you also need continued content, which is their biggest hurdle. <laughs> Um, yeah. but yeah, no, it, you know, it's a good that's coming to the game pass because at least people can play through the story, but yeah, like there is, I'm sure a big problem there now with the, you know, for all of these games, like population dies, you know, over time. And, um, yeah. it's, but that's, that's for a regular game, even let alone one that has had such a fucking terribly bumpy <laughs> ride to hell, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that this was their last like fucking fine. We'll release it for free. Just people, please fucking hop in this game so people aren't in queues forever. Um, but yeah, <laughs> please give us money for stupid skins and nobody wants to yeah. fucking buy. Fucking Spider Man's coming soon! I swear to God. <laughs> oh Jesus! Good lord, that was so bad. Yeah, I think okay. So here's the funny thing. I think Avengers came out. Mm-hmm. Before I even started on the podcast, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Oof. And and we're at what week fifty? Because I I now met you whenever at? we were playing uh, Avengers. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yep. yeah, I remember that, that was um, before it. And Spider Man was original originally slated to be released the PS4 version. And then it got pushed back because fucking, I mean, now we know why. At first we were like, you know, they were like, oh, we want to make sure that it, you know, it's released with this content and blah, blah, blah. And it'll be a, you know, clean path. It'll just be like a month or two afterwards. La dee da. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so. Because they had so many other things to fix. Like, I don't know, the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, then the, don't forget, they also had like um, six months of couch time. They had to catch up on Rick and Morty. You know, oh, they had to go true. get some some dinner and some lunch and some breakfast. <laughs> uh, so yeah, things got life got in the way. So, uh, so they stopped. And all right, so it's moving to Game Pass. We'll see what happens. I just I don't know because the PC version sucked, right? Yes, that was the one that was plagued with like performance. Issues I mean, and they were all plagued crap with, and, with issues. Yeah, yeah, they, they all sucked. But. Yeah, that version particularly sucked. I think is the, yeah. the answer. Yeah. Oh, boy. yeah. We'll see. All right. So you know what? We're gonna end this on a positive note. We're gonna move away from sour, shitty developers mm-hmm. like Crystal Dynamics and their mm-hmm. attempt at making a Marvel game <laughs> to a developer who actually believes people are human and need to be treated as such. Mm-hmm. So it was re- it was announced this week that uh, Christopher Judge himself tweeted it out, and I'll tell you who that is in a second if you don't know recognize his name. But the delay to God of War Ragnarok was due to Christopher Judge, mm-hmm. the voice actor of Kratos himself, having to undergo like major surgery and then physical therapy. So as a result of that, the developers like they put a pause on everything and said, "No, you do you." Go heal, go do what you have to do. We'll come back, we'll pick it up, we'll delay the release of the game. Yeah. 
he had nothing just nothing but glowing positive stuff to say about his interaction with them as a result of this. Yeah, I mean, I like there's so much about this company, like this this dev company that I love. A lot of it stems from the fact of did you ever see and if you haven't, you need to see it because I feel like you specifically would find it very interesting because it's all about the background of creating a game. Um, it's, you know, in the development cycle, but it's called Raising Kratos. And it's a free documentary on, on YouTube um, all about uh, Corey Barlog, actually, um, who was the, the director of, of uh, God of War, of the God of War series, and his journey in creating... Um, God of War and it is so fucking good it's insane like I was literally actually crying at one point it was so good Um, Mm, wow and seeing the you also got to see the very unique side for people like me who don't get to see it the fucking insane levels of stress that these fucking people were under um, oh, yeah. But there was so much because it started from literally whenever they pitched the God of War and it went into the whole backstory of like, you know, like where it caught you up quickly through like the, you know, like how the whole God of War franchise started and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then it caught up quickly to, you know, basically, a, you know, a, not a day to day, but, you know, like how we go through or how they they were going through the development of this game. And my God, it's it's insane. It's intense, and it's so fucking just real and raw. Um, it's so good. So please look it up. Anyone that's listening right now, uh, raising Kratos, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, th- so he is in this um, a lot, Christopher Judge, and um, yeah. so you get to see him doing the voice and everything like that. It was really cool. He's very passionate about the game, actually, because you could see whenever he was. Um, they did, you know, so much together with uh, the kid that plays Atreus in it. Um, mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. to see them interact all the time during their, um, you know, with the recording sessions. Yeah, well, in the recording sessions, and they did like you know all of the mocap animations and stuff like that. Oh yeah, as yeah. well. And so like, but watching them interact was actually insane. They got like along together so well, like because the dynamic was there. Like the thing that people love about God of War was the the dynamic between the two of them. And it was fucking there. And Christopher Judge did such a good job of like being that character and harboring those really, really intense emotions um, as the character of Kratos. Uh, and it was just so good. So I'm I'm so glad that, you know, they didn't like rush Christopher judge with anything because you you want him in his top performance (laughs) and they were they were actually always being like very you know obviously the voice takes a big toll first of all but um yeah they actually get quite physical in the um the stuff that they do for all the mocap stuff which you see in the uh trailer or in the uh the documentary but yeah I think that the even more interesting part was the next part where he said that he was going to quit whenever he heard that Corey Barlog was not going to be the director of the next game. Yes, exactly. So yeah, he was, he was told uh, that, well, Corey Barlog himself told told judge that he wasn't going to be the director and judge was like, I quit. And Barlog reassured him that the 
uh, Eric Williams, the director that was coming in, was a beast. Mm -hmm. And Judge ended uh, his tweet confirming that Williams is, in fact, a motherfucking beast. Yeah. So so he seemed pretty happy with the the director transition for what they did from... um, uh, God of War to Ragnarok. Yeah, and uh, I still haven't finished the first God of War. Yeah, I know, I know you haven't, but you will. And you know what? I bet after if you if you watch that documentary, which you really should, um, if you watch the documentary, I bet you that you will be far more motivated to finish that game. <clears throat> I don't know. It's not going to move the camera out from <laughs> from under your ass. <laughs> yeah, out from under Kratos's ass crack. <laughs> well, I, uh, either way, you you should definitely watch the um, the documentary on. But, okay. um, anyways, I, mean, I don't know if I'm playing a game or going in for a colonoscopy. <laughs> One in the same, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're both full of shit. No, um. <laughs> but yeah, I think that either way, like, um, this just shows you like the level of intensity that they had in that game. And, and it really was like a fucking experience because Santa Monica studios went through many changes during this and like, during whenever the original or not i shouldn't say the original god of war but whenever you know god of war the most recent one that we had released yeah whenever that one came out like they were in because the the last one didn't have a lot of success not because it it had a lot of success on the very first game release and then more more success and then a drop off and so he was under so much pressure um to bring the franchise yes. back to promise. And they were having to constantly push back the date and push back the date. And he was he was promising them success. And uh they were the studios were giving them um you know the studios that they were partnered with were giving them hard times about like, you know, no, you need to keep this date and blah blah blah. And the yeah. time that these fucking people were stress testing the game and stuff like that were was insane. And um seeing the ins and outs of that was just so cool. But uh <laughs> yeah, it was um, like I, I think now they have like the, the that big dick <laughs> energy in the room to be like, yeah, no, guys, we're gonna take our time. Like, sorry, he's hurt, and so we're gonna need more time. And I'm sure they're like, sure, fine, just give us another God of War. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep, yep. <laughs> just do what you did last time, and we'll give you all the time you exactly. need. Exactly. So yeah, I'm really interested in this, and I'm glad that Christopher stayed on, and I'm glad that he's uh you know gonna be for a hundred percent. You know, he's obviously a, a fan of how they treat him there at the studio. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. That ends all of our discussion points, uh, anecdotes, all sorts of other stuff for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to take us yeah. out of here? I'll write us on out. So thank you guys very much for listening. Of course, um, please come back next week. And uh, anyone that wants to learn more about the patron, once again, patreon.com forward slash ANR pod has all the tiers and everything, all the information. Check us out on discord, discord.me forward slash ANR. And um, of course, go to Apple Podcasts. Give us that five star review to help with the visibility. That's the best. And uh, that's pretty much it. So uh, thank you guys so much for this week. And we will see you next time.